you're listening to the Time and Talks podcast. I'm your host, Dejal V. Patel, and this is the place where we have refreshingly real talks about the biggest problems moms face in motherhood and life and the spiritual solutions to solve them. If you're ready to reset your mindset with some major truth bombs, well then, let's dive in. Welcome back, my mindful mamas. Today, I have a quick yet impactful podcast for you. I've been getting a lot of questions about how to get motivated to work out. And this to me is a sign that there's an energy mismanagement when we're in a chronic fatigued, burnout state where we don't feel motivated to move our body. And so I wanted to share three tips to motivate you to get off your butt and get off the couch and work out. I certainly have had these experiences myself where I'm cozy in my Sherpa blanket, I'm watching a show, and I'm like, I don't want to work out. And I have a small window. Like I don't have any time of the day I can pick to work out. It's only when Sahana's napping. And so these are the techniques that I use to help motivate me to get off the couch and work out because I know at the end of the workout, I will thank myself for it. So the first thing, to distinguish is whether you truly are needing a rejuvenating, recharging, relaxing break. There are times that our body is communicating with us that we need a break. We need to relax. And many times we override and push through and do, 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 because that's what society has told us to do, that our value and worth is based on how productive we are and how much how busy we stay. And so sometimes your body is communicating that you need a break to recharge with rest and relaxation of not just your body, but your mind. But sometimes we are constantly in that state. And if you look at your schedule and you're like, more often than not, I'm not really working out. Uh, then that might be a sign that you're in a low energy state that you need to reinvigorate healthy surges of energy into your body to motivate you to move because movement is necessary every single day in some shape or form, whether you exercise or not by shaking your body, by dancing, by doing jumping jacks, working out. This is how we move the emotions of stress that accumulate in our body out of our system. And it is essential that we do that. Otherwise, chronic stress is going to accumulate. It is a necessary part to ground into our body to feel safe so that we can regulate our nervous system. And the only way to do that is through movement. And that's why a lot of people, when I share, we try to meditate or we try to take deep breaths and you're like, oh, it doesn't work. It's because we have too much restless, frantic energy within us that we need to move out before we can tune in. And I will tell you that the greatest thing that I've done for myself is the week that I have Aunt Flo visiting, I do not push myself to work out. And before I would, and here's the thing, during that time, our body and our mind is meant to go inward, meant to relax, meant to recharge and rejuvenate. So do not push yourself like, I need to work out five days a week, every single day of every single week of the month, because every week has a different energy for us and different exercises are going to balance our energy. So don't look at it in such a rigid way um, as far as like the workouts that you're doing as well. I know we all have goals um, of what we want to achieve, but just learn to match your exercises to the energy that you are experiencing because we can quickly dysregulate ourselves after a fast run, if we are already flighty and anxious, and then we are walking away from it even more flighty and anxious. So knowing how to reset our energy and making sure that the exercises match our energy is super crucial. 
The next thing is a mindset shift. So this is not so much about willpower, but it is a mismanagement of energy when we are not motivated to move. And so I always ask my mind, like the choice that I'm about to make, like in the heat of the moment, like I want to sit and watch Real Housewives and cuddle on the couch. Is my future self going to thank me for this? Or is my future self going to thank me for working out? This is the only one question that I kind of like wrap my head around because in the moment it helps me make a split decision of understanding, does my body really need rest and rejuvenation? And if it does, then I better turn off the TV because that's not real rejuvenation and give it what it really needs. Or is it just an excuse for me to just be lethargic and not move? And so I always feel like if it's like a motivation, like, no, my future self will thank me, but I need some motivation to get off the couch. These are the three things that I do. So the first thing is I will stand up. I will get a sweet treat. My guilty pleasure is Hershey kisses because I grew up around Hershey PA. And so, and I find like Hershey kisses is the perfect little small treat. What I do is I will stand up and I will eat the Hershey kiss very slowly. Whenever we eat sweets, we have a rush of dopamine, that feel good hormone that just surges through us. And when we get that hit of feel good pleasure, there's a surge of energy. You want to eat it with the intention that when you feel that surge of energy, you're automatically going to go and work out. You have to be standing when you do this, because if you're sitting, you're going to have that feel good feeling. And then you're just going to cuddle in and watch more TV. I've experimented with this. It does not work and you will not get up. The key is to be standing so that when you have that surge of energy, you walk wherever it is that you go to work out and you use that energy to surge you in the right direction of working out. You don't want to eat too much sweets. It's just enough to give you that kick and that pleasure within a minute or so you should feel it. Um, and then you work out now. I'm sharing these three tips and I should have shared this first. I don't do all three of them. You have to kind of feel what your energy's at. So if I have enough energy to stand up, I will do the sweet treat and then boom, move. Sometimes I feel lethargic. I don't even feel like getting up. And in those moments, what I do is I will sit up on the couch and I will throw my blanket out because I like to be cozy and warm. Whatever it is, I will give my do- myself that dose of coldness and uncomfortability. I will throw the blanket out and then I'll put my legs so they're flat on the ground, sit up nice and tall, and I will do seated jumping jacks. So basically you're just moving your arms up and down. I inhale deeply as I move my arms up. I exhale deeply as I move my arms down. I do this 10 to 15 times. You will feel a surge of energy come through you because it's so amazing that when we hold our bodies in certain postures, every time you bring your hands above your head, you are bringing energy up. That sedentary energy that makes us feel grounded and heavy is like too much like muddy energy in our legs and thighs. You are moving that energy up every time you're breathing powerfully and bringing your hands above your head. So you're going to feel a surge of energy. Once you feel that surge of energy, you're going to stand up and you're going to do 10 full jumping jacks. And so you will find that jumping jacks are great movement resets. I do it throughout my day, especially after working or a coaching call. 
and I need to reorganize my energy because I'm flighty and a little, um, you know, loopy and a little restless, uh, hyper, and I need to ground myself and to like reorganize, move that energy out. And then I'll slow myself back down, especially when I'm going to get the kids from school. I need to reorganize my energy. And I want you to think about dogs, right? Every time they stand up, they shake out. Every time they need to reset, they yawn right? This is about activating the parasympathetic nervous system, the rest and relax mode. So I do yawn breaks, slowing myself down after I do the jumping jacks and the movement when I need to reset my energy to focus and move on to the next thing. But for this, we're just going to do the jumping jacks and then we're going to use that surge of energy to move. You are not sitting back down. That is key. Your intention of why you're doing it needs to be in the forefront so that it will motivate you to actually go and work out, right? Cause you can use that energy in the wrong way and be like, Oh, I feel energized. And then I'm going to go on social media or I'm going to watch TV or whatever. You know, you can pick something else that's not going to make your future self. Thank you. And so that is my second tip. And then the third one is listening to energizing upbeat music. So if in my car and I know that I want to work out, I have this Spotify playlist of my feel good songs. They should make me want to dance, hum, sing, get moving, just make me feel alive and active. So no slow songs, listen to the beats of the music and how it makes you feel. It should be something upbeat and, you know, just like drums beating or whatever kind of music. I love reggae. Like how can you not feel good after listening to reggae? And so you want to listen to upbeat music because that creates a surge of energy as well. And then you can get motivated to move. So you can use all of them. You can use one of them. They should give you enough energy to get your butt off the couch or get you from the car to the workout, you know, wherever, wherever it needs to go from sedentary to active mode. And this is something that I've been getting asked a lot. And this really goes along with our burnout cycle. When we're mismanaging our energy and we're feeling more fatigued than is normal, we have to learn how to balance out our energy system and learn ways to stimulate our nervous system uh, without doing it in a fake dysregulating way. And these are all healthy surges of energy that we can do. We are in control of, and we can manage our energy ourselves. And I get this question quite a bit um, on Instagram, but it was just too much to type out and share in a one minute reel. I have a love-hate relationship with reels because I don't think you can go really deep and you guys know I'm wordy um, and I like to talk about the details so that you understand why it's important, what's the science. Otherwise, you're not going to really implement the change. It's just going to be a good idea with no follow-through. So I know this was a short but very impactful and really beneficial podcast of like tips that you can use. And if this is something that serves you, please share it and please tag me. If you have, if you try it and you felt the benefits, definitely let me know. It's always great to share that. Um, and if you notice that you're in this cycle of burnout, this constant fatigue every single day by the end of the day, and you want more support to get yourself out of the cycle, it requires a little bit more than just these quick tips. These will make you feel good in the heat of the moment, but you need something that's more sustaining and I will be happy to help you. That is what I do in the four week stress relief coaching program. So if that's something that you want additional support with, 
email me at thejul at thejulvpatel.com. We can set up a quick discovery call and I'd be happy to help you on that journey of really overcoming stress in a way that you feel in control to learn how to regulate your nervous system, what to do in the heat of the moment, how to create a sustaining practice where you're not accumulating so much chronic stress and um, you don't feel this burnt out and drained and fatigued in your life. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so happy that you are here in this quick little podcast, uh, but it was really beneficial and I hope this serves you. Bye guys. Have a beautiful day. If you've been loving the Time and Talks podcast and you find value from it, I would be so eternally grateful if you take a moment of your time to leave a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts. And when you do, I love to gift you my seven-day stress detox course. All you got to do is screenshot your review before you submit it. Email it to me at thejal at thejalvpatel.com. And when you do, I'll inbox you the details of the course. This course has my go-to tools anytime I feel impatient, angry, fresh, and I come to them almost every single day. And I promise these are the tools that you're going to want to have in your back pocket too. And if you haven't purchased the Meditation for Kids book, definitely do so now. You can purchase it anywhere you buy books, Amazon, Barnes & Noble's Target, IndieBound, BAM. And you can go to meditationforkidsbook.com to get more information on the Meditation for Kids Masterclass course. If you're a complete beginner in learning how to teach meditation to your kids, this is the step-by-step roadmap that's going to teach you how to teach your kids meditation without having to become a certified meditation expert. Thank you so much, guys. Bye.